0: This is Alana. Welcome. I am here with Brian Cohen. I have taken a couple of uh, multiple of Brian's courses on marketing and ads and descriptions. So I'm really glad you're here. So hello, Brian.
1: Hey, Alana. Thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you're like an example of somebody who you walk your walk, you talk your talk, and you're doing awesome stuff. So I'm really happy to be here.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah. If you guys recognize Brian's voice, that is probably from the Selmore book show podcast, which is a great one. So funny story. Brian was sitting one row behind me at the 2018 Vegas book conference. I hadn't I think at that point, I only knew you from the podcast. Like, I don't, I don't even think I knew your name. I Mm -hmm. just listened to the podcast and you, you were talking to just the person next to you. I'm like, wait, I know that name. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, I, yeah, I think it was like within the week of coming home from Vegas, I signed up for one of your, I think it was your blurbs course or something. Mm -hmm. So yes, fun to be connected. And I just have to say for anybody watching the, uh, the video component of this, I love the llama, llama book in the background. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Thanks. This is my room that doubles as my office during the day and my daughter's sleeping yep. pad at night.
0: Oh, I know many, many authors are going to be able to relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about ads, specifically Amazon ads. Um, and one thing that I think would be amazing, you know, you and I were just chatting before we got on about how, you know, if you if you know ads, you know ads, but if you don't know ads, I think what people who've been doing ads for years and years sometimes forget is, just the, those steps that you need to take, not even to learn the ads, but to just get over your fear of starting ads. I remember, mm-hmm. I think it was probably about three years ago when I first did paid ads and it was terrifying Um, so I thought it would be fun to just sort of start there because I know you work with tons of authors all the way from Mm -hmm. just beginning to really, really, really successful and experienced. So if you're talking to someone who's just beginning, never done paid ads before, what are some of the fears that you see come up most often?
1: Well, I think that the terminology freaks people out because you're hearing things like ACOS and you're hearing things like click-through rate and you're hearing things like conversion rate and you're just like, I just got in here. I, I have no idea what all this is. And then you're like, well, let me look up a few of these terms. And you look up ACOS in like the 20 books group or in another group. And then you see people posting these really long detailed things about how to scale up their ads and take it to another level. It's the fire hose situation where mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed by so much and maybe you even take a course and you're just like, it's just so much at once that right. it's scary to even start. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know the technical side is scary. And even, yeah, all of the logistics, the the names of things, the definitions mm-hmm. like ACOS. What is this ACOS? Or Um, You know, the the numbers, you know, when you go log on to your dashboard and you just see like 10 columns, like what do these numbers mean? Mm -hmm. What are good numbers? I know for me, in addition to all of that, you know, I definitely wanted help at the beginning, having someone... Hold my hand, um, and yeah. now especially with Amazon ads, I, I think remembering right. There's even more choices now, so you have even more yes. questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, whereas before it might have been, I want to do this kind of ad, I want it to go here, and I want to bid this much. Now it's, you know, there might be three times as many choices to make, and you can
1: do a bid that will automatically go down. Sometimes mm-hmm. a bid that'll stay the same. Right. A bid that'll go up a hundred percent, but then there's and then you can double you your
0: bid to get higher. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: it can be—it's be
1: crazy. And and I am fortunate enough to have been working with authors for for several years now, and I know that when when it, if if it is a new platform to you, and you go out there, you're going to want to know the answer to every question. What should I name my ad? Just starting from the top. on like the top thinking, of the screen. You and I have the ads pretty memorized. Mm-hmm. Starting from the top, you want to know what to name it. You want to know what the portfolio thing means. Mm-hmm. You want to know uh, what your end date should be. You yeah. want to know um, automatic or manual. You And going down the whole thing. Yeah. And now that, like you say, there are twice as many choices, mm-hmm. it is it can definitely be a little overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even more to learn. So what, what advice would you give to people who really are kind of scared to take that first step? I mean, I'm sure they've heard the success stories, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes just knowing that you should do something still isn't the, the incentive that you need. So what are some maybe practical or mindset or just motivational tips for somebody who's in that state where they're just scared to start because it feels so overwhelming? Well, I think it's really helpful
1: if you can find somebody who is doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. whether that be an accountability partner, whether that be a group that's working on it together. If you see that if you're doing it on your own, you're taking a course, you're you're reading a book on it, you're doing whatever, you're just trying to look at the amazon support which is not much on mm-hmm, right. on the ads it's just written And you're trying to do it all yourself that it's easier to quit. It's easier to be overwhelmed. But if you're doing it with one other person or multiple other people, then you have people to talk to about it. You can Mm -hmm. say, Hey, I got stuck here. And the other person says, maybe they say, I did too. Let's ask someone else. Or maybe they say, Oh, this is what you do. And I love when that is available because i think that and and if it's not a guru like mm-hmm. look you're doing well i'm doing well one could consider the two of us gurus mm-hmm. and and the the instinct is to ask a guru or yes. ask someone who has the knowledge but you don't always need that sometimes mm-hmm. even someone at the same level as you who is stumbling through
0: it just like you are that can be a weight off your shoulders. For sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's even embarrassing. You know, when you're talking about asking a guru or asking an expert. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in a couple of Facebook groups for, you know, if you have a question about medical issues for your fiction, or if you have a question about legal issues, sometimes I'm embarrassed to post in there just because I know so very little. You know, like I don't even know if I'm using the right words or, you know, sometimes I don't even know how to ask my question. So, yeah, sometimes going to somebody, doing it with other people who are at a similar level can be encouraging because you don't get that sense of being, you know, maybe intimidated or gun shy or you're all learning together. I think this is interesting because I think authors for for a long, long, long time have known the benefits of accountability for Mm -hmm. writing you know, I started doing NaNoWriMo writing sprints on Twitter forever ago. And that kind of thing, I think, has been going on forever, you know, where yeah. people can encourage each other. Let's let's have a write-in, you know, let's all meet at the library and write for two hours or something. But this um, this almost feels like the next iteration of that because marketing has sort of been what you do on your own. And you're kind of taking it to a place of, hey, let's, let's go through this as a group. Let's learn this as a group. Um, I know you just wrapped up in the fall, you wrapped up an Amazon ads challenge,
1: right? Yes, it was the five-day Amazon ad profit challenge.
0: Okay. So, so tell me something. I, I was um, aware of it going on. I was kind of peripherally involved, but I didn't go through the actual challenges yeah. because I think my learning style tends to be kind of like, I want to learn it on my time. I'm going to learn it all and then I'm just going to do it. But yeah. I, yours, I, I could see it for sure appealing to people who want maybe more. So basically tell me the difference between doing something like your five day challenge and just like buying a do it at your own time course on Amazon ads. What would you so, say are some of the differences?
1: With a course, and I love some of the ad courses that are out there. I've taken several myself, of course, of course, of course. And <laughs> I I, I like self-paced learning a lot, but uh, sometimes there can be a lot of modules and there can mm-hmm. be a lot of things. And I, I almost think th- this would be my favorite thing. It's never going to happen. But okay. I think that before you're allowed to click a buy now button on a course, Uh you should be sent to a page with a calendar and you have to like click to set aside approximately 10 hours of time (laughs) and (laughs) you're not allowed to buy it until those those 10 hours are set up. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things is that we buy this course and then we don't necessarily plan for wait, when are we actually doing this? Don't I have a book due in three weeks? Exactly, Um, yeah. uh, But with a challenge, now it was five days, there was like a prep work video. Mm -hmm. And so there was this prep work video a few days before. And then there were five straight days where there's gonna be a video with a blog post each day, a live Facebook Live to ask questions each day. And then just kind of a big, like, recap party at the end. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, that's your only commitment. Like, it's a lot of commitment when you're doing it. just for
0: a short amount of time.
1: But it's very focused,
0: yes. I could see that for sure being beneficial. So what's what's your kind of opinion on just the... not quite the, you know, here's five days to it, but just sort of the group dynamic aspect. Because I'm sure that plays into it too, just being encouraging, motivating. How did that yeah. sort of play out when you did it this last round?
1: So this is probably before your time, before when you were in the self-publishing world. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But back in like 2014, 2015, were you mm-hmm.
0: around? Were you? Yeah, doing my first then? book was 2013.
1: Okay, so you're killing mm-hmm. it. I didn't even Well, I didn't know you until just a couple of years. Yep. Ago. Yep. So, 2014 or so. This was before Selmore Book Show came out.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I was doing these multi-author Facebook events. Mhm. And me and like I don't remember who all was in the first one, but I know Joanna Penn was in one of them, Nick Stevenson was in one of them, and me and like 12 other authors, I'd get us all together uh-huh. and say, you're going to be in here for this two-hour shift, and you're just going to be in there answering questions. Oh, wow. Invite all our friends. Mm-hmm. But it was on a Facebook event. This was pre-groups.
0: Right. Oh, my goodness. Pre-groups yeah. even.
1: Like, uh-huh. oh, I feel old. But um, we bring in all the people.
0: Well, And this and just, we're not talking about live either, right? Not Facebook Live. This is like chat. This is that definitely are? pre-Facebook
1: Live. Yeah, yeah. So so this, this was is- just in Facebook posts okay. in the event. And the, I, I would have two or three authors. I was organizing these two or three authors for authors right. there at any given time. Wow! And just like ask all the questions you have, mm-hmm. and it was nuts. It was I just bet. crazy. People asking dozens of questions, and yeah. there's three people all at once have like forty Facebook notifications. I'm like, yes, <laughs> uh huh, and. That was kind of one of the first things I did to connect with a lot of folks back then. It was actually how I met Jim uh, back then when I told him it was like the day before an event he wanted in. And I was like, I already made all the graphics, so you can't be it. Um, That was (laughs) how I met him. But Uh I hadn't really done anything with that. We'd we'd done a couple of them. They were Mm -hmm. called March to a Bestseller. We'd done a couple of them over the years. And I kind of like had stopped doing them. And then I was thinking about this, and this is so similar to that in that there are a lot of things happening at once. Right. A lot of people asking questions. And I was almost just so lucky. Like those events back then were great, and I, I found them very helpful. Got all of my also bots lined up for my nonfiction books. Uh-huh, to meet, I'm sure. All these other people, it was great. But this was I know a lot of people were going to be asking technical questions. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were going to be asking certain things throughout. But the difference I would say almost between then and now was a lot of people were all doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Then they were asking different, a variety of different questions. Right, right. Depending on where they were in their career. Mm -hmm. This one, everyone's got the exact same
0: questions.
1: At the same time. Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of the group being able to help each other and I've learned some things since then about uh teaching people to be encouraging to other authors in the group Mm -hmm. so but it was a lot like I'm glad I had my carpal tunnel wrist braces on because there was a lot of (laughs) there ended up being over 1800 comments wow yeah that is not 1800 comments 1800
0: posts Eight thousand oh. comments. Oh man. So yeah.
1: it was busy.
0: I'm sure. Well, and I could see from your end though it's nice to like for the students, it's nice knowing this is just a five day intensive. I'm sure from your end it was nice, <laughs> you yeah. know, do your five day intensive and then take a two-day long nap or something. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> oh, that those two days haven't come yet. But but yeah, oh, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. One
1: day, one day. <laughs>
0: Well, and I also could
1: go ahead. It was just, I think that kind of going back to what we were saying, people seeing others asking the same questions, people seeing that they aren't alone at Mm -hmm. an early stage in the game for ads is just almost as important as the material
0: itself. For sure. Yeah. Well, and I've been in enough of your groups. I know that you do a really good job of just fostering a very cooperative, mutually encouraging sort of thing. Whereas I don't know if this is unique to authors. I'm sure there are some groups, even for authors, where it is more about, well, I don't want to tell you what keywords I'm using because I don't, you know, I don't want those keywords to get more expensive or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll give you a little bit of help here, but I'm not going to keep like this best kept secret because once I tell, you know, 5,000 people, <laughs> then you've got 5,000 people, but bid, bidding the same way. Um, yes. Do you think that that degree of cooperation, do you think that's kind of unique to indie authors? Or do you think that that's just sort of, you've worked hard to create that in your group specifically?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of groups, obviously, 20 books to 50k, there's a lot of mm-hmm. sharing that goes in there. Any uh, cover project, there's a lot of like, really not, uh, kind sharing information in there i i think that some groups are are a little nicer than others but yeah. i definitely think that it does take a little bit of effort from the top mm-hmm. to encourage kindness mm-hmm. to remind people just because maybe you like to receive feedback in a in a yeah in a no nonsense way <laughs> doesn't mean that everybody likes to receive it because right. some people are more fragile than others. I definitely have had to develop a thicker skin. And I still I'm still yeah. a sensitive guy, so yeah. you know the yeah. one star review kind of stuff or whatever the
0: version of that would be on a mm-hmm. Facebook post. It's oh. hard, right? Right? I think it's the angry face, right? Yeah. <laughs> What are yeah. you giving me like an who, who mad
1: reacted to my post? Was it an accident or are you I'm actually mad? <laughs> you want to go
0: find that person? Did I offend you somehow? You okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. Well, and I forget exactly where I heard it. Probably somewhere in the Selmore book show, but I know that you've got just a neat outlook on competition. Um, mm. what do you call it? Co
1: coopetition.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell us your your philosophy of coopetition, because I think this is super helpful.
1: Um, I'm glad you were listening. I'm like, Oh, wow. Um, thank you. Um, no, I'm,
0: yeah. You didn't know there'd be a quiz. I was listening and I'm quizzing you on it. <laughs> no,
1: wow. So coopetition is just the concept that sure, we want to sell more. We want to do better. But I mean, even just going back to the multi-author event I mentioned from earlier, mm-hmm. we were all getting on each other's also bots and we were with relevant also bots rather right. than some weird 99 cent sale where Cookbook now there's or something, yeah, helio cookbooks <laughs> yeah. Uh, in there. But yeah, I think that when we all work on our own, there's only so far we can go. But if we all work with each other towards the same end, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to do so much better. Look at all the co writing that's sprung up in the last few years. Yeah, so many sure. stars have risen as a result of. A someone who's doing really well, wanting mm-hmm. to expand their brand, and then someone who hasn't sold as many wanting to write in that universe. right? And then both of them getting bumped up. It's, it's the exact definition of a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what coopetition is. It's about people working together and for each other in a way that benefits all parties involved.
0: Yeah, no, I love that, and especially in something you know, like you do a lot of work on click ads. Where yeah, technically, if I'm bidding on the same keyword as you're bidding on, that's going to drive costs up. But you know, again, that's that's totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. What's your take? Some people get very upset, like if okay, so let's say you're you want to see your Amazon sales page from for one of your superhero series, and yeah. you see that author so and so has an ad. On your page, I know there were some people, especially when Amazon ads first came out. They kind of freaked out with that. Like, why? Why is this person on my page? How do you look at that sort of thing?
1: I mean, I I would almost be honored. I'm honored sometimes when people target you. Yeah, wow, (laughs) they're targeting little old me. Uh Um, That's a neat way to look at it. I like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think like, could can we be mad? It's not. It's not them trying to do
0: anything with us. Well, yeah, it's almost never personal anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Might just be an auto-targeted ad anyway.
1: Well, this is why, and I think you already probably know this. It's why you got to target yourself. Exactly. So that you can sneak (laughs) in, in there. Like, don't forget. Don't forget the book you're looking for. I'm here. Right. Um. But honestly, there are so many things in the author world, whether it be targeting somebody on ads Mm -hmm. or or creating a cover that evokes their cover or or anything like that, that we have the option of how we want to react to that. Do Mm -hmm. we get upset? Do we take offense? Or do we just say like, oh, this person is obviously looking at my stuff.
0: What if I reach out to them and maybe we can do a list swap? Like, Right, right. Or, you like, know, really just there's room for all of us. You know, nobody reads, if you're an avid reader, you're not reading a book a year. <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm either going to read Brian's book or Lana's book. And so mm-hmm. you and I have to like duke it out. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I always, this was like, I
1: swear, like ninth or 10th grade history, uh-huh. the concept of like mercantilism where there's like this limited amount Of Mm -hmm. gold in the world, yeah. And if someone gets more, it means you're getting less, right? I don't subscribe to that, and I think some authors do, but I'm definitely more of an abundance mindset of that. And I think it's shown like, look, Amazon's given us like millions of dollars every month on KU, we're right, it's so much easier to be an author now and get your words out into the world than it was 20 years ago, absolutely. there's, I see a lot of abundance. I don't see the limits.
0: Yeah, I for sure agree. And I think too, like when indie authors succeed, whether that's like an actual book sales or, you know, I have a couple writing friends who are getting movie or TV deals. And yeah, there's part of you that might be like, oh man, she took my deal, but no, nobody's come to me for a deal. It's not like they took it from me. And then, you know, my thought is, okay, so let's say, They make my friend's book into a movie and it does so well. And so now all of a sudden, here's a dozen more producers like we need more movies just like this. And now here I am (laughs) Mm -hmm. ready to wait. And you
1: have a connection with one
0: of the producers because your friend got a deal. So exactly. No, I, I absolutely agree that, you know, someone else's success really just builds the rest of us up as opposed to taking it away.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, I had a, this is more of a technical ads question for you, but it popped into my head when you're talking about targeting yourself because you write fiction and nonfiction and are Mm -hmm. they both published as Brian Cohen? Currently. Yeah. I think that I would have probably done
1: that differently. Right. Right. Okay. I know Chris, Chris Fox feels the same way kind of about some of his. And and I know Joanna Penn does have her split
0: out. Right. That was smart. A little bit easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you run into problems like if you're running an auto ad for one of your books for authors? Does it Mm -hmm. accidentally show up on some of your fiction or is Amazon just kind of smart enough to figure out? Usually
1: I don't see it showing up on the fiction. I mean, if it if it doesn't get a click or something, obviously, I'm not going to see it in an ad report. Um, right, true, yeah. And if, if you've never, if you're out there in listening land, you've <laughs> never looked at your own ad report, top left corner, they moved it over, click on the three vert, uh, horizontal lines, go look at your ad report, search for the last month, mm-hmm. and you're going to see so many amazing things of what keywords got clicked on and what automatic, as you bring up, uh, mm-hmm. targets got focused on and, and all of that. and like that's one of the things i i've learned through teaching my course and through yeah. through uh the challenge is that little things like that we of course are like yeah in the ad report we look at that mm-hmm. oh, yeah oh it targeted the fiction but someone's like, well, "How would you even know that?"
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that the ad report for your auto ads—I didn't know you could do that until you. Sh- you know, this was maybe like six months ago. I forget if it was one of your courses or in your Facebook I'm Like, wow, you could do that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Or um, I don't know when they changed it, but you can now edit the name of your campaign. Did you notice that? Uh huh. So yeah. that was that was fun too. But yeah, which is good because was- if you like had named them poorly before, exactly. then you're
1: like, let's get them organized. Let's put yeah. them in a portfolio. It's it's getting. Some things are getting better and better Mm -hmm. and other things are just like, yes, there will be challenges, Mm -hmm. um, but we are uh, doing what we can, you know, like we, we just, if, if for instance, like you said, a lot of people come into ads and they're all targeting a certain bid Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then, you know, the bids go up a little bit, that's, but that's going to happen naturally with or without us mm-hmm. but, right. but all the cool new things like getting more organized yeah ads in the UK and Germany the, the, yeah. those are good those are very yeah. good things.
0: do you have any predictions of what to expect in 2020 with ads oh I love this question because I hadn't really
1: given it any thought whatsoever <laughs> and those are my favorite because I'm oh, a good. former improv comedian so Are you? That's fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Recovering, one might say. Recovering improv comedian. So (laughs) um, 2020, I think that obviously over these next couple months, we're going to see a spike of a lot of people trying UK and a lot of people trying Germany. Mm -hmm. And I think the people who do have success in those two territories, I think they're going to share some of what's working and we're going to be able to really, for the first time, ever. And I know a lot of people, like some people had UK ads mm-hmm. through Advantage. Yeah, some yeah. people had been beta testers in Germany. Um, yeah. I think that people who are having success are going to share some of that success. And we're going to be able to grow from that. And and I feel like, like we are going to at last have more people understanding mm-hmm. what they need to do with their ads instead of just saying i ran ads and it didn't work i think right. the framework is going to make more sense and and i'm mm-hmm. trying to do that and you're trying to do that mm-hmm. uh and and the other people talking about ads in the community are trying to do that i think we're going to win the war and i think we are going to get more and more people to understand oh if the ads aren't working it's not because ads don't work. Right. It's because I need to do something. Like, do something. Like I need a new cover or I need yeah. a new blurb or I need mm. more reviews. I right. think we're going to win the war. And I think by third quarter 2020, we're going to really see people just start talking about conversion rate mm-hmm. as much as they were talking about ACOS.
0: Right, yeah. I. And for I what it's worth it. to anyone
1: listening. ACOS bad. Conversion
0: rate good. Yep. I'll give my amen to that. And I'm sure some people are listening like, I don't even know what ACoS is. So this is my smooth segue into when you tell us about your next challenge that you're starting with your Amazon ads. Yes.
1: So in the next... But I feel like uh, Arrested Development or something. I've got my Ron Howard voice. Uh, <laughs> next time, five day Amazon ad profit challenge. Right. So we're going to do a challenge again in January, and I learned a lot from doing the first challenge. So that it, it's going to be revamped, mm-hmm. reworked, and these cha- the challenge is is it's in the name. It's the profit challenge. It is the challenge to create one. Or more profitable ads. That's it. We're not like, uh, trying to like save your author business. We're not trying to, um, just like help you understand like every nook and cranny and dynamic up and dynamic down. It's right. not into all that. It is focused on basically the, the, the two main things of profit and conversion profit being it's wild. This is crazy. It's going to free people out. <laughs> Profit is when your royalties are greater than your ad spend. Mm -hmm. Wacky, I know. But we had so many authors just in the the first challenge, like totally blown away by this idea of like, wait, I don't need to look at all this stuff. You're telling me if I was making $3 a day and then I spend... A couple dollars a day on ads, and now I'm making $8 a day. You mean because I spent two and I made eight, I'm profiting? And it's right. like, yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it sounds silly for that to be a realization moment, but mm-hmm. it's not silly at all. No. Everything's well, because so confusing. We're so
0: used to really complicated formulas, and you get into like negative percentages, and yeah, it, it's, I, I really like your way of reckoning and, um, you know, some people worry more about, well, what about the organic sales? And I know with your relentless, you
1: know, my goes, POV on that, Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> just, well, those organic sales wouldn't have come if you hadn't been advertising to begin with. And mm-hmm. it just, it makes everything so much simpler. Yeah. Yes. I really, yeah. I really appreciate that side of it. Cause you don't have to complicate everything.
1: <laughs> no, sure. We can complicate all sorts of stuff, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, this is not one that needs to be complicated. And I just loved, you know, as like an influencer, educator yourself, it's like Mm -hmm. when someone comes up to you and says, the thing you said made sense and now I'm doing better. Yeah. There's almost no better feeling than that. And we had Mm -hmm. dozens of examples of that in the Facebook group of people just saying, I get it now. Right. And So if you are a person out there that doesn't get it, (laughs) the challenge is coming back because it was awesome. My hands will have time to rest by then. (laughs) You will answer uh, 1,800 more uh, posts in the group. Uh And I love it. And I I just love every second of it. So I, I hope that if you didn't even know the first one was happening, that you come to the second one.
0: Awesome. Great. And where do people go to sign up for this?
1: So we're going to send them to, for, from you, bestpageforward.net forward slash Alana. Great. And so they can head there and sign up and they'll uh, you'll get added to the Facebook group. You'll get added everywhere. We're going to have fun giveaways and stuff all attached to it. Yeah. And yeah, just five because of the prep work, really six.
0: Basically six (laughs)
1: days of totally free content and I... I'm so happy to be sharing it with everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so if you guys didn't get that, this isn't a paid course, you know, Brian, you're an example of one of the most just generous people I feel in the author community with how much you're sharing on your podcast and with challenges like this. So if you guys haven't learned from Brian before, I absolutely recommend just the way he teaches and you guys have heard he's just positive, optimistic, encouraging. So thank you so much. What's the link one more time?
1: bestpageforward.net forward slash Alana and that'll take you there and awesome. we can go party for a week that's basically what it is it's just a week a long party,
0: party making mm-hmm. making ads sounds great yes. <laughs> well thank you Brian it's always really fun chatting
1: same here. thank you so much for having me on